0: Hello everyone, welcome to pod class number eight. Today is Monday, March, what is it? It's the 30th, March 30th. Um, so we are on to our second week of remote learning. Uh, most of us got through the WED Regents Checkup, so I'm going to actually go over some work today. I'm going to go over, the first thing I'm going to go over is the WED Regents Checkup. And the second thing I'm going to go over is the March 27th work time. So this is the work time that you most likely did on Friday, if not earlier. Um, So the first thing I'd like to do is for you to see if you can possibly pull up the WED Regents checkup, if you have the ability to do that. If not, I'm going to walk you through it anyway. Um... Looking at question one, question one says, which change in the climate of New York state would most likely cause the greatest increase in chemical weathering of local bedrock? Well, at this point, unfortunately, we don't have that lovely chart that we had in the work time where you can kind of read the chart to find the answer. That chart is actually not in the ESRT. It's one of those things that I think should be in the ESRT, but it's not. But at this point, I hope that we know greatest chemical weathering would be in a place that is very Warm and very moist, that means lots lots of rusting is going to be happening there. lots of oxidation. So what would give you a warm and moist environment? Well, the answer to question one would have to be greater precipitation in summer. The more precipitation, the more moisture the more humidity, the more chemical weathering. Moving on to question number two, this is the one that had funky answers. Um, is asking which rock layer is the most resistant to weathering. Most resistant means it has weathered the least. Okay, it's weathered the least. So which one of those has seems to have weathered down seems to have broken down the least amount. It's the one that's sticking out the most and that was option and that is number three but it was actually option D. I apologize to everyone who Got confused with that. It actually was just like that on the regions, which kind of scares me because it shows that they like to trick us sometimes on the regions. Uh, moving on, we are looking at question three. Which example is the which is the best example example of physical weathering? Physical, also known as mechanical weathering. Um, the answer to that question is. A, the cracking of rock caused by the freezing and thawing of water. Thawing means melting, so freezing and melting, that is an example of frost action. We know that frost action is physical weathering. It's when the water freezes during the night and actually forces apart the rock. Question four, based on the diagrams of rock fragments below, which shows the least evidence in erosion? Okay, so which one has been carried from one place to the other the least amount? Which one has been broken down, also weathered the least amount? It's going to be the one that has the very sharp angles. So the answer to this is D. D is the one that kind of looks like a rhombus almost. It's not round in any shape or way. The more round it is, the more weathering and erosion has happened. So which one is the least round? It is option D. Question five, as the gradient, we know that gradient is a fancy term for slope, as the gradient of a stream increases, the stream's ability to carry sediment is also going to increase. So just think about if you're like on a waterslide type of ride thing. If it's more steep, it's going to be able to carry down more things faster. As the gradient of the stream increases, the stream's ability to carry stuff also increases. If it's flat, it's going to have a harder time to carry sediment. Cool. So hopefully that goes through the checkup questions. The next thing we're going to pull up, I'm going to give everyone a second to pull it up, is the March 27th work time. So take a second to see if you can pull that work time up. All right, so the first question, it shows that graph, that graph that's called weathering determined by climate. That's the graph that I mentioned I wish was in the ASRT, but it's not. Question one asks, the amount of chemical weathering will increase if, well, at this point, we know that chemical weathering wants to have a warm and moist climate, okay? Think tropics. So which one of those would be describing a tropical environment? It would be air temperature increases and precipitation also increases, option four. Moving on to question two, landscapes will undergo the most chemical weathering if the climate is. This is basically asking the same thing as one. Like I said, tropical will have chemical weathering. So which answer describes tropical? It would be four, warm and wet. Number three, which two processes produce the layer of dark brown to black soil? This is an example of a profile. We know that profile means side view. So, which two processes would give you that dark brown to black soil? Well, notice what is in that area. It's, this is the place where living things would be found, okay? This is the place where organic materials would be found. Organic meaning living or once living. So, the answer to this question would be weathering and biologic activity, okay? Number four, which change would most likely cause soil layer AX to increase in thickness? Well, it's the same question, basically just asking it, asking it slightly differently as number three. Soil layer X is where you see the organic, the biological materials are found, the roots are found. The answer would be three, an increase in biological activity. Question number five, which event is the best example of erosion? Well, at this point, we know WED are three separate parts, weathering being the breakdown, erosion being the transport from one place to another, deposition being the drop-off. So erosion would be the... The act of taking it from one place to another. So the answer to number five, this is a great question, would be three. Rolling of a pebble along the bottom of a stream. This would be an example of stream erosion. Number six, I told you in last week's podcast, when things go down, when things go boom, that is called mass movement. Why does this happen? Because of gravity. Gravity makes things fall down. This is kind of similar to... um. It's not a landslide, but it's similar to it, okay? So notice there's some water there. There's a lake there. Basically, some of that rock material is sliding down. When I hear sliding down, I immediately think going down, mass movement, gravity. Seven, unsorted, angular, rough, surfaced. Okay, let's break this down. Unsorted means mixed. Different shapes, different sizes. Unsorted means mixed. Angular means the opposite of round. Angular means sharp angles. Think like um, rectangles. Rough surface cobbles and boulders are found at the base of a cliff. Okay, imagine a cliff. You see all these different sediments. They're pretty large. They're all different shapes and sizes. They're not smooth. What most likely transported these cobbles and boulders? Okay, well, if it had to be water, water makes things round. So I know it's not water. It's a cliff. So looking at actually question six also has a cliff. Can we kind of figure out the answer to seven based on six? Yes, we can. Okay. A cliff. Things are going to fall down the cliff. That is mass movement. And why does it fall down? Due to the force of gravity. Cool. I hope this helped going over those two um, pieces of work. I will check over the rest of your assignments, give you guys scores. Thanks to everyone that's being on, tr- keeping on track. If you are feeling sick, if you know someone in your family that's feeling sick and you want to share with me just so that I know in case you're not doing the work or something's going on, feel free to share that with me as well. I can keep it private. That's not a problem. Um, I know at this point, hopefully, we're able to log on at least, um, if not every day, every other day to keep up with the work. And I'm going to keep posting work in case anyone wants to move forward. Like I said on last week's pod class, next Monday, a week from today, we will be taking a Topics 9 and 10 post-test. I have further times and dates for that getting set because there will be a specific time of day that we all have to do it. Um, But there's going to be a couple options in case one of those times does not work for you. And I'll give you plenty of notice. That way you can kind of plan ahead. Let me know if you have any other questions. Congratulations to everyone who's mentioned high schools. I've heard great things. Have a wonderful day.